Walking as Fitness is sponsored by BetterHelp. Walking can help with anxiety. Being out in nature can lower the feelings of anxiety. But if you're feeling anxiety or more, wouldn't it be good to get to the root cause of that, what's actually causing this, and to learn some positive coping skills? As helpful as it is to get out and take a walk, you can't do this all day long. If you're thinking about therapy, I want to invite you, to encourage you, to give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com walking to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash walking. Walking outside is a healthy thing to do. But most of the time, 90% of the time, we spend indoors. And are you aware that according to the EPA, the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than this outdoor air? My sponsor, Air Doctor, has the solution. And by the way, they're offering you up to $300 off. I'll give you some details in just a moment. Air Doctor filters out 99.99%. That's almost perfect. Things in the air that can cause problems like allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, even bacteria and viruses that could make you sick. Here's the thing. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe-easy money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com, use the promo code WALKING to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. And exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use the promo code WALKING. Today I want to tell you a story, a story of probably the most blissful walk I've ever taken. Welcome to Walking is Fitness. This is a podcast of action, providing a little extra motivation to help you keep that fitness promise you made to yourself. Hi, I'm Dave. I've been walking for fitness since 2013, averaging about 21,000 steps a day. I'm walking right now, and I would love to have you join me for the next 10 minutes. So the particulars of this walk, this blissful walk, it happened two years ago today. It was about a mile from a restaurant to our house. The weather was mostly sunny, temperature in the 60s. Even though it was mostly sunny because it was later in the day, started around 4.10, daylight was fading. And if at some point you begin to think, I... I remember you talking about this walk before. Haven't you already told us about this walk? The answer to that is yes. I told you about this walk a year ago because today is the two-year anniversary, but I'm going to give you a little different perspective. So the backstory to this walk, this was on December 27, 2020, my first day as a full-time resident of South Carolina. We had spent all of 2020 
getting our house in Maryland ready to sell was quite a bit of work. There was a good deal of stress in the selling process. Our first buyer, their financing couldn't go through, and we had to put it back on the market. Meanwhile, we bought the house here in South Carolina, so for a couple of months, we, we owned two houses. Ava moved down right after we settled on the house here in South Carolina. I was still working in Maryland, still part of the morning show, so I was essentially commuting most weekends. My time on the morning show had ended four days prior. Ava came up to Maryland. We spent the Christmas holiday with family, and then December 26th, we both drove back to South Carolina together. So December 27th was my first full day as a full-time resident of Myrtle Beach. I was at a restaurant in town watching my team, the Baltimore Ravens, play, and they had a great victory, which pretty much secured a playoff spot, so I was feeling good about that. As I left the restaurant, it just hit me what we had accomplished. All the work, all the planning, all the stress had led to this moment. We were now here. Our new life, our new adventure was getting ready to begin. And as I was leaving the restaurant and heading home, I was thinking about all of that. And probably for the first time in a long time, uh, that stress that I had been carrying was gone. And for that entire walk, as the sun was fading and the temperature again in December was really nice. This was part of our new adventures. Like, wow, this is great. I was just soaking all that in. And bliss is the right word. How do you describe a feeling? How do you describe a state of bliss? I mean, I can't. But that's where I was as I was walking home for that one mile. It was sweet. Looking back on it now, two years later, it's no longer simply sweet, it's bitter sweet. Because unknown to me, as I was enjoying this walk, my wife was in a hospital eight miles away. Because around halftime, as I was watching the game at the restaurant, my wife was heading to the store to pick up a couple of things. She was going through an intersection when someone blew through a red light, going about 55 miles an hour, not really sure, and plowed right into my wife's car, driver's side, right at the door. She was trapped. It was an entrapment. They had to extricate her from the car, put her in the ambulance. They gave her morphine for the pain. And as they were taking her to the hospital, she was conscious. The paramedics asked, is there anyone that you would like us to call? And my wife, Ava, said, no. I didn't know any of that as I was walking. And as I was getting closer to home, I could see our house and I could see our driveway. And what I couldn't see was my wife's red car. When I got to the house, I walked in. She wasn't there, obviously. And so I called her just to see where she was. Phone went immediately to voicemail. And I've got that little feature on my 
phone, you know, the Find My, and Ava and I are connected so I can see where she is or where her phone is, and pulled that up, and she was at the hospital. I still wasn't super concerned because her dad's a little bit older, and I could see the scenario that maybe he had to go to the hospital and she was there with him. So I called again because, you know, sometimes when you're in a hospital, actually not sometimes, almost all the time, uh, cell service inside the hospital is pretty weak at best. Still didn't get an answer. And I thought, hmm. So I got in the car to drive towards the hospital. Now I'm getting a little more concerned. And that concern went to frightened when I drove through the intersection that I knew that she would have driven through earlier that day on her way to the store. And there was fresh debris from an accident. Got to the emergency room, walked in, said I, uh, by the way, I, I called her like three more times. Every time I came to a stoplight, dialed the number, no answer. Got to the emergency room, walked in, said, I think my wife is here, gave the receptionist her name. She typed in the computer, pulled it up, and said, yeah, she's in trauma bay 11 in the emergency room, and she pointed. And I was, my heart both sank and was encouraged that she said that. Sank because, yeah, something was going on. Something bad had happened. But encouraged that she didn't say, um, yeah, could you wait here just for a moment while I get somebody? <laughs> so I walked back into the room in the emergency area where she was. And she was laying on a hospital gurney, blankets, and she looked good, actually. We didn't know at the time she had, and we're still not entirely sure how many, anywhere between a dozen and 20 broken bones in her midsection, pelvis, lower back, right knee, left foot, ribs. And I leaned down and I gave her a kiss. She started crying softly. And she said, I I was in an accident. Somebody T-boned me. And I asked how she felt. And she, she actually said, I'm okay. And for a moment, I was even thinking, oh, okay, well, you know, they're checking her out and we'll go home in an hour or two. Not aware because I couldn't see just how extensive her injuries were. And then she said... They asked me if I wanted to call someone. And I knew that there was nothing you could do. And you were watching the Ravens. And I wanted you to enjoy that because our lives had changed. And I wanted you to have a couple of more hours. And so I told them no. Now we were both crying. And I hugged her. And in that ambulance, on the way to the hospital, my wife gave me a gift. A blissful walk where, as I reflect back, I was quietly and deeply celebrating what we had just accomplished. 
And my wife gave me that gift. Because if she had said yes when the paramedics asked, that walk never would have happened. And then she said to me, after she told me why she answered the paramedics the way she did, <laughs> no. She said to me, and I knew you would find me. Thank you for walking with me today. I'll be back tomorrow. That's my commitment to you. I walk every single day, and I would love to have you join me for another 10-minute walk. In the meantime, I hope you have a great day.